Hello everyone, welcome to another Ismono podcast. Before I start this episode, I just wanted to let you know that this episode or the podcast overall is not sponsored, at least not yet. But it is supported by all of the people on Patreon. So if you want to support my content, be it all of the videos on my main channel, or you want to support the podcast or the content that you can consume on Instagram, then check out my Patreon at you know the bow. I thank all of you who are supporting me on Patreon, who are watching my videos and who are listening to this podcast. Thank you very much. And now let's start the episode. Hello everyone, welcome to another Ismono podcast. And today I have with me a special guest, Bill. Before I introduce that guest, if you are on the audio version of this podcast, I would recommend to look at, I'm not sure where I will upload this, either on my main channel or on the second channel. Um to watch the video version of this podcast because my guest has some prepared a very cool presentation on video as well um, and to give you before i introduce that guest this podcast probably will be called something along the lines of are bags still relevant or maybe something a little bit more catchy is the bag world dying something I know that is a little bit clickbaity, but yeah, that will be our podcast. And now I want to introduce my guest, who is a returning guest, that is Aaron from Nomads Nation. Welcome to the podcast, Aaron. Thank you, Bo. Thank you for having me. And um, I want to clarify, you said that I have a presentation. Presentation, <laughs> presentation is a very strong word that this is not. All that I have, all that I have is you, you sent me, I asked you, so we agreed to do the podcast and you sent me some of the topics and I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's very thought provoking. <laughs> and I just started to kind of do some half-assed internet research and I don't have a presentation, but I do have about like 30 tabs open that I'm going to kind of screen share. That's kind of like the kind of presentation let's admit it we both did at school our all of our at least my presentations weren't that great so basically i would consider it a really cool present presentation yeah, yeah. At by, least that, by, some that visuals. Logic, by that logic this will actually be the greatest presentation <laughs> ever given in my life so, yeah. i'm just trying to set the bar low just just low yeah, I, totally understandable I'm, I'm excited for the chat i really am dude thanks for having me on um i assume or i'm pretty sure that many people know you but can you give those of the listeners and viewers who might not have seen or heard you before a two or three sentence introduction to yourself my name is aaron radcliffe i run a brand called nomads nation where we have a website instagram but the youtube channel is kind of our bread and butter and uh, we mostly um, review backpacks slings messengers and um, try and bring as much value to the members of the carry community as we can that's awesome. Um, and yeah, Aaron is a returning guest. So please check out the previous um, podcast episode with him. That was a great episode as well. And before we start with our discussion points, I just want to give, I want to set the stage a little bit why I came up with this, yeah, this thought process and this headline and the topic of this podcast and you see the on my personal channel the views on reviews have gone down a little bit but to be fair the youtube algorithm usually punishes 
or in air quotes, punishes a creator if that person isn't uploading consistent, consistently. And to be fair, I wasn't that consistent in the last few months. So that is also a reason why my views on reviews have gone down. Nevertheless, I noticed some less interest in back reviews. Furthermore, and that is maybe just something that happens in Germany or in Europe overall, I overheard either in my workplace, but also during shopping um, in Hamburg, that people were saying or looking at bags or talking about bags and were something, saying something in the line of, why is this bag 100 euros? Or who needs an expensive bag? I can use that bag. Or that bag is ugly, although it, in my eyes it was a, a good looking and usable bag and then they were opting for a more let's say fashion bag and that is something that i overheard and that i noticed and i still get a lot of comments on my youtube channel as well of people saying oh that is an expensive bag who needs this bag or um why would you ever carry so much especially in terms of everyday carry videos or extended edc why would you carry this charger, this cable and stuff like that. So I noticed yeah. there is some form of, I'm not sure if I would call it a trend, but I did notice it a lot lately that bags aren't that valued anymore, especially during COVID and the lockdowns time, a period where people weren't able to travel, where they worked from home. It was pretty obvious that people do not need a bag. But now we got back to a normal state of traveling, of people going to work. And I still notice that people do not value, at least in Germany, do not value to put their expensive stuff into a backpack that is a little bit more of high quality. Or they opt for this fashion bag because they perceive the fashion bag more fitting to their attire, which... Personally, I feel like that is something that is subjective and you should could be argued that that isn't that great. But yeah, that's what I noticed and that's why I thought or question, ask myself, are bags not that interesting anymore? Are people not very interested in looking at reviews? Um, yeah, and that's the discussion topic and I guess the first question that I want to ask you Aaron is do you have the same feeling and do you think that consumers are losing interest in bags no okay. good answer let's finish the podcast goodbye everyone. <laughs> see, you, see you next week um, so, but I'm going to put an asterisk with that right because you brought up a lot of interesting points in that um monologue Bo, where it was um there was anecdotal <laughs> it was anecdotal it was data driven it was from a youtube reviewer's perspective you know so there's a lot of different mm -hmm. aspects and from an anecdotal perspective like just based on conversations that i'm having i could agree with you i think sometimes mm -hmm. right it depends who you're kind of talking to and yeah. whether or not you've got a relationship with somebody who you know doesn't mind spending 300 dollars on a bag because let's be honest while, whether you think it's dying or growing this industry, uh, it's still very small. It's still yeah. still Agreed. very, very small. Yeah. 
Um, all my friends and family, when we talk about bags and stuff, I mean, they're just astonished that people would spend this much money. Um, and like yeah. you said, uh, comments on the channel, um, I'm still getting them as well. But having said that, uh, I still think that um, we're, we're seeing healthy growth across the board, um, some of which in my quote unquote presentation I'll show you, but also just like based <laughs> on my experience as a YouTube reviewer, um, and somebody who, like you said, the algorithm will punish you, right? So if you're not as a mm -hmm. YouTuber yes. publishing a lot, and I'm seeing the algorithm really rewarding quantity of publishing more than ever. Yeah. Um, so Agreed. if you haven't been doing that, I can see where that might be sort of happening. Um, but we've been uh, we've been seeing tremendous growth on Nomads Nation, and we follow. Um, I follow you, Bo. I don't know if you know that, but not only like follow you, <laughs> I follow you. Too. I actually we, we're, we're we're really big on like um, following the competitors and seeing their growth numbers every single yeah. month. You know, so we follow how many subscribers your channel got mm. this month, and Pack Hacker and Chase Reeves, and mm. um, most people are on the up and up. So um, I think there's a lot of oh, cool. optimism in this industry yeah. as well. Oh, that's awesome. And do you feel that besides the YouTube space, I, I feel for me, no matter how much my channel growth has plateaued, I feel it's a very, it's a relief to hear that you see a growth in our niche um, that is the back world. Do you feel, and I know that is your anecdotal evidence, do you feel that that is just limited to our space or do you see in the mainstream world trends as well? What's the question, Bo? You're asking. Um, so obviously, um, like the, the the hardcore like bad community, right? Like the ones who are on Cariology classified. Mm -hmm. But you're asking like in the greater uh, greater population scheme, as yeah. well. Yeah, in the I greater so. population. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I I think it is. I think it is because uh, that's what the uh, the Google data trends are telling me. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm curious to kind of jump into the data and see what you think. Yeah, but before we go into the data, do you feel that it is it is actually in the high quality because i'm what i'm getting is is are these comments about or oh, why are these bags so expensive yeah and i i'm wondering if the interest is actually growing in terms of okay we value or we are more willing to pay more for high quality or is it a trend of just i need a bag but i don't want to spend much is it is it do you think it's more in the line of because everyone starts to travel again is it are they searching for just a bag but not necessarily the best bag they can get or is it actually oh bags are cool just like sneakers i am willing to pay i don't know 200 more for the limited edition or special edition air force one for instance from nike i feel like the the, uh, the sneaker industry is has come very far in terms of that the mainstream is willing to pay more. But I feel like with bags, it's, yeah, we want to buy a bag, but it's just a bag. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm wondering, do you feel like it is, there is a trend in perceived value and in the willingness to pay more? Or is it just, is there a trend because they need bags right now after COVID and stuff like that? I think a bit of both, right? Because, you know, if you look at, you know, there's a lot of correlations in that, right? Like obviously mm. with COVID travel uh, dipped down, you know, in, in yeah. a huge way. And you'll see that on actually the data. Um, but, you know, travel before that was on the up and up. More and more people are traveling, taking solo True. trips, going on sabbaticals. 
True. doing gap years. So as more people travel, more people need travel backpacks, right? And also the EDC knife scene is blowing up, right? So like that's yeah, just the EDC scene as well, that's right? Um, you also just see like tech, tech getting crazier mm. and more and more integrated into our lives. And as we have more and more tech gear, we need more bags to carry those gear and to protect that gear, mm. right? So I think that there's a lot of things that are moving in this direction that is also yeah, yeah, yeah. Helping to catapult bags forward just in a general direction. And then if you're growing awareness at just the base level, just the fact that people need more bags, then you're going to just grow awareness for all aspects of that mm. niche, you know, whether it's the people just looking for the, the most economical alternative they can find or whether like, oh, you know, I got a bit of cash to spend. And what is this a a air? Who is this air? Brand? Never heard of them, you know, and then all of a sudden they go down the rabbit hole. So exactly. I think yes is the answer to both your questions. Um, as the industry grows, people just looking for bags in general. Therefore, that opens up a wider audience for mm. the, the boutique bag industry or the yeah. indie bag industry whatever you want to call it i like i like your your perspective on that because maybe i am currently a little bit i mean obviously you are not in the us or in an english speaking country for those of you i'm not sure if i'm allowed to say where you are at the moment please but, yes <clears throat> i'm curious do you know where i am so, <laughs> on mars right <laughs> no uh, for those of you who don't know aaron is in hong kong at the moment and i am in germany so i'm maybe i am a little bit limited in my perception because i am in this bubble of germany and i feel like germany is a little bit when i'm, I'm i don't want to front anyone in germany i love germany um obviously i live here but i feel like we are here in germany a little bit behind when it comes down to bags therefore maybe my perception is has a negative bias so i feel very relieved that you have this perspective on on it and i'm now really looking forward to see your 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 research research yeah Pre present <laughs> half-assed internet research um yeah and i one last note uh, just like being in hong kong i'm also on the opposite end like i feel like hong kong is the trendiest bag place i've ever yeah. been in my entire life People asia in general Asia in general, but I was just I in Seoul and I, I, Tokyo and Vietnam and stuff. Hong Kong, dude, people just love brands here. Yeah. And like every other bag is a bag that I feel like I've reviewed, you know. Um, the mm. biggest brands here are easy, uh, Arcteryx or however mm -hmm. the hell it's pronounced, yeah, pardon my yeah. French, um, and Mystery <laughs> Ranch. Those um, those yeah. bags are just, it's those, those make up half of the bags that dudes wear in Hong Kong. So it was very yeah. trendy. So you air, peak design, Able Carry, obviously it's a Hong Kong brace, based brand. Able Carry mm -hmm. is exploding here. Yeah. So yes, I, I get the um, the advantage of being in a bag-centric community, which I, I, I never mind. My, my wife always thinks I'm checking girls out because we walk by and like, whoa, whoa. It's like, hey, it was a black ember. It wasn't, I swear to God. Do you know, I believe, at least in Southeast Asia, I believe that the matter of fact of that people use bags more is that they are using two-wheeled vehicles. So scooter, motorcycle and stuff like that, that mm -hmm. do not have a trunk. I feel that that is the main reason why, or use public transportation. I feel that that is the main reason why people value bags a little bit more. 
That's yeah, just probably, speculation on my side, right? I mean, the public transit thing is definitely uh, in it with Hong Kong. Very people own cars out here, but there's not a big motorbiking or scooter culture here. Oh, um, oh I didn't I, know I'd that. say 90% of people take uh, take the MTR, uh, which is the underground metro. So, mm. um, but yeah, I think uh, I think it's definitely when you're relying on public transportation, your bag is a lot more important. I, I, I take yeah. public transit everywhere, so you want a daily driver um, that can mm. really really handle those miles. Yeah, um, yeah, and then yeah. also, Hong Kong is just kind of a trendy place. So everyone, like, everyone likes to look good ah, I, I really want to visit you sometime hong kong is so high together with japan it's so high on my list of places that i want to visit um mm -hmm. it's really cool there hey you come out to hong kong we'll do it we'll do some muay thai sparring together okay that would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's see what you prepared what you have oh, all right so i mean i just want to set the tone so basically what i did was you sent me this can, can you see my, oh actually gotta share my screen hold on one sec yeah. that would be so awesome. for the audio listeners don't worry we, we will try to explain everything in the in the graph I'll do my but again if you want to see this stuff switch over either to my main channel or the second channel i will link it in the description below when i know where i upload this video this gets to be on the main channel maybe ah oh, I'm, I'm honored but this is awesome okay i'm not sure yet <laughs> Got to bring my game just in case all right so yeah like uh, bo can you see my screen yes so, so we like, see a chart this is half-assed internet research okay but just you know you sent me these prompts for our discussion and i just kind of went down the rabbit hole and like, you know, I'm really into marketing. So I'm always, you know, looking for trends and sort of seeing, you know, where the trends are and what's happening. So just kind of looking yeah. at the bag industry. I just wanted to look at it from a, you know, a bird's eye perspective, 30,000 feet out. And I wanted to start. So Google Trends is a way to just kind of see what is being searched for. And it's from a trend perspective, right? So it takes mm -hmm. like, like volume into consideration. So, um, you know, just like right here, the search term that we're looking for is best best watch for men, right? You can see it's, yeah. it's pretty consistent, right? And obviously some of that's going to be um, trends you can see these peaks and valleys right um mm. christmas right i mean december yeah. is a huge time to watch uh, buy men's watches and then it sort of goes in that flow but you can just see as an example what best watch for men is from a search perspective right um mm. and it's on the up um but here we have edc bag right and you can see now let me clarify too this data is over the past five years so it's a pretty decent mm range in time so you can see edc bag yet again moving on up slowly but yeah, surely yeah. um so it's clearly Just really quick for the audio listeners the best watch um search term was a graph that was kind of a wave form where you can see clear peaks around december while the search term for edc is also wavy but it has a slight tendency to move up from the last five years that's Correct. cool and just yeah. just the takeaway being you know looking at that it's definitely on on the up it's not exploding right i mean i think that sure. is in correlation with like what we noticed with the industry you mm -hmm. know we're not getting stamps of approvals but you know leo dicaprio is not like rocking airbags and kim kardashian sure. is not talking about her you know simple bag that she just got but um we're, we're seeing that progression right mm -hmm. and then even when you look at um best travel backpack right now, obviously wow. five years the covid dip brutal right wow yeah there's a for the audio listeners so we see a graph that is around between 50 and 75 i assume that's per percent or interest that, over that, time that would just be it? like the the height of the number so if one okay. the height of the search term so if 100 is the height of the trend then zero yeah. would be the bottom so on and so on and so. then we see a big fall from around 60 
percent or whatever it is 60 dipped down in april 2020 down to maybe somewhere around 10 so that is crazy to see yeah i mean that that shows the effects of COVID, right? But then, you know, wow. it's slowly picking back up since then to all-time highs. Now, obviously, revenge travel is a part of that. You can notice it's tapering off a little yeah. bit still. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then moving on to, like, sling for men. This is over five years. No COVID dip. Um, yeah. I'd say in the 20s, though, five years ago versus now, we're in the 50s and seven up to the 70s range. Yeah. So clear Slings were very popular during COVID, yeah clear trajectory moving forward yeah. right um and just kind of you know best backpack for men same thing so we're just seeing the trends are going up across wow. the board and i think this is one interesting thing as an indication too bo i think the um the staple publications right uh if i had to say i'd say pack hacker Carryology mm -hmm. are probably the largest publications in yes. the carry world Great. Um, so if you just look at search results for pack hacker um on the up you know five wow. years ago they were you know, at a zero in the 20s and now consistently, I mean, all time highs uh, uh, yeah. just a few months back, right? And then uh, same thing with Carryology, a little bit slower of growth, but yet again, wow. five years ago. So it's, it's just, if you look at all these different terms, because no one of these single terms is going to explain it right um or, or give you all the evidence the data that you need but we're seeing a lot of correlations that are just proving it you know moving on the up um across the board for the carry industry and i just think this is um pretty conclusive evidence to see you know that the trends are definitely up it's slow it's wow. a slower burn you know it's not happening overnight sure. we're not getting that that exponential growth um but i think that you know the proof's in the pudding as they say Jim wow that's really interesting and on that note, I wonder, with your permission, Bo, to, to, to play a little game. It should be about about five minute game. Are you are you down? Yeah, I'm down. I'm always fantastic. Down. So I went even deeper into the rabbit hole, right? And I'm like, all right, these are general <laughs> search terms, but let's look at like brands. So I want to I'm going to give you a brand, and I want you to say whether that brand is trajecting up or tr trending up or trending down yeah okay can i can i just say aaron i i love your enthusi enthusiasm <laughs> and i love honest honestly i really mean this from from my heart also watching your videos i really like how you're always like so enthusiastic about the stuff that you are you are presenting i love that it's it's it's, it's a gift and a curse but i, I appreciate <laughs> the <topic>. I'll, I'll... <laughs> all right uh, let's get into the game all right First brand, Bo, Evergoods. Do you think that same data over the past five years, same um, trending website, up. Google Trends, trending up? Yeah, I would say trending up. I think so as well. Yeah, clearly yeah. you can look at the data. So five years wow. ago, um, this is a brand that is clearly trending yeah. up um, with yeah. one of the peaks uh, about, when was this? About last year, yeah, January of last year. So yeah. clearly trending Definitely. up. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, you're one for one. Yeah, we got to keep track of uh, your, your score. One to one. All right. Next All right. Up, we, we need like a little graphic with like a little like ding. All right. So one, <laughs> All right next up, Bellroy. I would, I'm, I'm a little bit torn because I would, on one hand, I would say they move up, but on the other hand, I would say it's stagnant. I would say they were very solid before COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel that with their slings and with their phone cases and wallets, I would say it would, would have stayed the same over the last five years. 
Final answer. Is is that is uh, staying the same? Is that an answer, or do you want me to say up or down? I'll allow it. Yes, because actually saying okay. the same. Yeah, okay, fine. Saying the same. Final answer, and uh, we're 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 oh. moving up with Bellroy. Look at this trajectory. Wow. Yeah, and it okay. should be clarified too that I'm uh, I'm using terms that use the backpacks. Uh, okay. Backpack in there as well, but even without, sure. that'd be yeah. interesting. Fuck it, let's do this. Let's see what Bellroy by That's itself is a brand. Because now you're counting the wallets and um, like you said, the phone cases. Oh, oh yeah, they are yeah, they yeah, are on yeah. the up and up. So yeah. that's a brand that's seen tremendous growth, right? So because right, they so. are so mainstream. I don't mean this in a negative way, but they I feel that mainstream population is more likely to use Bellroy than anything else, I feel. 100%. Well, we're going to get into even some more mainstream brands, but that's a good that's observation. Familiar. But I, I, I got to say, Bo, you're one for two because so I think uh, that's moving on the up. Um, yeah. So you're at 50% right now. I got to step up your game, okay? Um, <laughs> next, up, next up is uh, Osprey. Oh, Osprey. I would go, I would, I would definitely say down. Down. Um, why, why do yeah. you think that? I'm curious. Because I, believe that they I, I think osprey was always a solid recommendation be, from not necessarily backpack enthusiasts like us but rather from places um there is a store in germany that is called globetrotter and mm -hmm. that's it's basically a store that is dedicated to outdoor equipment, outdoor activities and stuff like that. And it's fairly huge in Germany. And I, I feel that many stores that cater to an outdoor um, demographic usually um, recommend Osprey backpacks. But I feel that now there's so much more options that have a similar target group but look way cooler therefore i feel that people move away from osprey i i believe or in my humble opinion osprey is kind of sticking to their design language which is very outdoorsy and i believe that people are kind of moving away from that at least from what i gather in, in terms of chit chat um, okay. So I I would say they went down. Went down. I actually don't remember this one. <laughs> oh wow. That's kind of uh, let's say maybe stable. Maybe not steadily. Yeah. I mean, over five years though, we're actually seeing growth. So they're actually hitting mm -hmm. all time highs over the past. Actually, That's it's they're, they're growing. They're growing. That's not bad. Okay. Not bad at all. And this is interesting because I think um, out of a lot of the older legacy brands, Osprey, I completely agree with what you're saying, right? This is an mm -hmm. older retail legacy brand. They're not doing a lot in terms of like influencer marketing mm -hmm. or, you know, all these things. They rely on a very, very traditional method of distribution, which is retail, right? And yeah. That is going to make a lot of brands irrelevant as we move into more a digitalized economy, right? But I think that Osprey True. is... Um, they're trying to update their product lines a lot. Um, I've been noticing like like a very modernized Osprey look as opposed to like that classic like 70s hiker mm. look. So I think Osprey is putting in um, significant resources into trying to update their look a little bit. But mm. um, they, they are on the up. So um, yeah. What about, okay. uh, what do you think about, what was that, Bo? No, I said, okay. <laughs> next up, 
Next up is Toomey. Talk about legacy brands. Do you know Toomey? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, I would say because we have such a rise of influencers who, and I don't mean back influencers, but regular influencers mm -hmm. that are very wealth centric or money centric and kind of like to flex a lot. I feel that Toomey is on the rise. Um, especially, I'm not sure if Casey Neistat used a Toomey backpack for a long time. I'm not sure if it was a Toomey. And that backpack was, the Casey Neistat backpack was very trending. And I believe, if I remember correctly, it was a Toomey backpack. Interesting. So I would say... It, wait, was, it, was it a collab or just he happened to carry it no, and talk about he it? No, he, it, it was in the very beginning of his uh, daily vlog. He mm -hmm. used a backpack, he painted over it and stuff like that and it okay. was very trending during mm -hmm. that time and i believe it was a Tumi backpack and because Tumi is still i know it's a legacy brand but mm -hmm. it is just like remova and um samsonite it's kind of a i would say high quality expensive um brand that you can kind of carry like a Louis Vuitton bag. Therefore, I would believe it is moving up. Drum That's roll, please. Oh, hold on. Is, I'd say, I'd say, so if you take the, the, um, the COVID drop out, I'd say pretty stagnant-ish. Um, we did have an all-time high right here, but um, still, yeah, they're, they're they're not dropping off. That's for sure. They're not yeah. growing steadily. I actually think it's mm. pretty impressive that they're able to do this because I think that Toomey is one of those brands like Osprey, like you said, legacy brand, um, old school in that sense. But you're right; it does have it's 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 as close to an LV in the backpack world as we have, yeah. right? Yeah. It's ju I just googled it, and yes, it is uh, Casey Neistat used to use a Toomey backpack. Yeah, that was the Got one it. that everyone searched for back then. Um, yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Next mm. up, Bo, is Nomadic. <sighs> Very difficult. It, 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 I agree. I went back and forth in this one. I tried to do my own, like predict it myself, and that uh, was a tough one for me. I never reviewed a Nomadic backpack. Okay. Not because I didn't want to. I always wanted to, but I never got the chance. Mm -hmm. And... I tried to get one and the longer that I did not get a uh, nomadic backpack, the more voices I heard from either consumers or other reviewers, but also, and I don't want to name names, other brands that were kind of having a negative perception of nomadic. And mm -hmm. this is just from what I heard. I'm not. I'm not saying that that it is like that because I never reviewed it, so I can't really comment on that. But I did hear some rather negative um, feedback around that brand. And again, I can't confirm nor deny it. Um, therefore, I would say, hold on, they have the Peter McKinnon stuff. They it's do. Up. Yes. It's, it's on the up. I would say they're rising up. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Peter McKinnon. 
So yeah, it's definitely up. Oh, yeah, no. up-ish. Um, obviously, COVID slump aside, I'd say, mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, I mean, you could probably say this right here is probably like a Peter McKinnon uh, That's drop. That's Peter McKinnon, yeah. They raised $2.2 million with Peter um, yeah. on their first uh, backpack line with him, which is astonishing, you know? Um, 2022, yeah, that sounds about mm-hmm. right. But um, yeah, it's interesting what you say about Nomadic. I would say this is not like great data for Nomadic because you, you would almost no. say it's more consistent back here on the uh, five years ago. Um, and mm-hmm. what I think that you're bringing up, which is interesting is, I've always said in my reviews, you know, I, I never want to make decisions for people in my reviews. You always take a much more hardline stance on mm-hmm. a bag, That's true. Uh, whether you like it or not. For me, I always try and let the the viewer or the consumer decide, but I'm always very honest about nomadic bags and like it's 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 overpriced for what you're getting, you know. Um, okay. Uh, in in my humble opinion, um, yeah. so I uh, I think that that could be a correlation here as to where you see like a brand like Evergoods, who bags are pricey, right? But they're getting great um, sort of traction in terms of like yeah. online reviews, what people say about their bags, and then you're seeing that translate to steady growth across the board. Versus mm-hmm. Nomadic, you know, minus these couple of peaks, which I think might be Kickstarter related. Um, you know, you're not quite seeing that same, uh, or Bellroy even, right? Which was a bit yeah. more controversial of a brand, I think, with bag enthusiasts. Some people do claim them to be overpriced, um, but I think Nomadic would be, like you said, more controversial in that sense, and that might be contributing to their sort of stagnant um, kind of plot line here. So, yeah, but I, think I would, you were... Go on. Yeah, but I would also argue that influencer marketing, the way they did it, is always a double-edged sword because on one hand you obviously cater to the fans of that specific influencer Mm -hmm. but then again you always kind of expose yourself also to the more critical people of that um influencer potentially who might be very critical people love peter mckinnon but i'm sure a lot of people don't like peter mckinnon like is that is that is that an example you like you mean yeah exactly and then also the more people i mean he's a huge personality Mm -hmm. with a lot of people probably buying that bag and obviously the more people you have that buy that bag the more likely it is to get negative feedback because there's it's more likely percentage wise but also um you have more and there we go back to this mainstream world you have people who usually do not invest that much in the backpack. Therefore, they have a very high, potentially very high expectation because I'm not sure how expensive that bag is, but probably they that specific target group probably has never spent a three-figure number on the bag. And then they obviously will be very critical about that bag. So that's why I'm saying influencer marketing is a very double-edged sword. And I'm not that's, sure if that's That's a really cool point, good. dude. Like I hadn't thought about on the flip side. That's it's really interesting. Yeah, as to where that influencer marketing is good in a lot of ways, but now you're getting people who are evangelists of the Peter no, Peter McKinnon brand, right? And they'll, mm. like, they'll do anything to support him, including dropping 350 bucks on a backpack. And they mm. might not have real expect, realistic expectations for what to expect from yes. a bag in that price range. And they just did it you know, to kind of shill and support Peter McKinnon. It's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Mm. Okay. But it. it's interesting to see those spikes. I feel that the first spike is definitely the first Peter McKinnon backpack, the... Um, 
the whole kitted out camera bag and the second peak that was in this year is probably this new one that just that just was released this well, actually, they, they got they got a kickstarter right now it's not doing too hot have you seen it no yeah they are uh, there they got a kickstarter right now um it's their Luma series with Peter McKinnon. Oh. Now, I mean, it's one hundred ninety thousand U.S. dollars. If I raise that for my Kickstarter campaign, I'll literally, you know, be yeah, like the yeah. best moment of my life, you know. Um, but for Nomadic, given their, you know, their uh, sort of history, one point three million, I think it was, and two point two million with the past Peter McKinnon lines. This one's, uh, this one's flatlining a little bit. So, but I know why. Of, why I can see right away why because the look of those bags is not the target demographic because in my experience most people like don't like colored bags anyways i do i i don't i don't want to have any more black backpacks to be quite honest but i i get that the the majority of people especially in the camera world prefer a black backpack to be a little bit more stealthier and usually if you carry a camera equipment you don't want to be that flashy about it so that is why i can't see or i would speculate that not many people like these colors and the design is a little bit too roundish and a little bit too capsule looking i feel yeah, I that mean, i i 100 yeah. agree it has to be an aesthetics thing because I, I, yeah. I, I like but, it though you, yeah, I, I think I think you're either gonna it's gonna resonate with you because, like you said, it's colorful, it's interesting, mm. it's got sort of like that band at the top, um, mm. so it's got a, a unique design language to it. But yeah, I think for most people, it's not an aesthetic that people are super yeah. stoked about. Um, but it's yeah, too I would playful. Say it's very playful. Yeah, I think yeah. that also it's like a part of like nomadics going through like a little bit of a midlife crisis right now. I've been saying. Mm on my newsletter because they're uh they're introducing a lot of colors like blues and limes mm. and and tans and stuff and that was never their mo before so i think they're trying to kind of get their footing a little bit and you know they're a good reason for that might be this sort of mm. stalling right i mean you don't want to have a business yeah. for five years it's doing worse five years later so uh we'll see how it goes with nomadic mm. um you ready for the next one bo yes of course all right cool uh air definitely up definitely yeah. up. look at that yeah. just just solid growth across the board you know five years mm. ago in the 20s the 30s and now i mean this is just yep they're, they're killing the game and i think that this, yeah. is, this is a great example of a brand that's building itself the right way as to where mm. air never i i don't know if they had investors i don't know anybody in air i got my contact at air and you know but my understanding is they're a small little family-run business out in california yeah. and um they, they, they did it right as to where they never tried to hit the jackpot. They only did one Kickstarter. They just grow slowly mm. but surely by making yeah. incredibly durable, um, uh, dependable products. And they didn't try and explode overnight. And you look at this growth, it's been slow and steady. It's where they are now. Mm. They're, you know, they're one of the titans in this industry. Definitely. Also, they have a very, um, not sure if that's the right word, a very agreeable price structure it's not too expensive it is also not too cheap in a way that they would have to cut corners with durability i feel that the durability is very good furthermore and i don't mean this in a negative way but their design language is a little bit i love the, their bags but their design language after all of these years 
in my eyes is a little bit boring, but not oh, because it is boring, I, I, but I, I it is mainstream. Commenter. I had one commenter who they, they said a couple of months back, I'll never forget, uh, like they called him Vanilla Air. And I was like, oh, that's, that's so funny. Because they that's are. Good. No, I totally yeah, agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally, totally vanilla, and I love mm -hmm. uh, vanilla ice cream, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> but I feel that they hit enough for they hit so many um, points that fits the back enthusiast world, but also the mainstream. I feel that it, air is the easiest recommendable bag to anyone, in my humble opinion. I 100% agree. It's good. Yeah. What do you uh all right moving on to the next? What do you think about Fjallraven, the, the famous Swedish the famous Swedish brand? Dude, in Germany everyone walks around with a Fjallraven. Um <laughs> Yeah, I I feel I would say they're probably going up. I do not understand why, to be quite frank. No, I understand why, because the design is very for the lack of a better word, hipster and I and especially with women, women in Germany tend to be more agreeable with the look of a Fjall Raven than a regular backpack. And therefore, yeah. a lot of women here in Germany at least wear those. Um, also kids. And I feel like it's the, the, in my humble opinion, the worst decision ever to give a small child a backpack that has, as far as I was able to experience by looking at the bag in the store without any structural support with very thin shoulder straps that are digging into the child's shoulders if you load it up with books and stuff. I would, if I had a child, I'm not sure if I would give that child a Fjell Raven. If I'm Bo, I, I, I got I gotta warn you. Um, if you publish this video, uh, be prepared for an onslaught of Swedish yeah. people coming at you because <laughs> I love I Sweden. Agree, don't, don't kill I agree. me. And that's what I said on my um, uh, Fjall Raven review. And let me tell you, the Swedish are very proud of this brand. So uh, they, they're, they're they gonna can come at be you. okay. Yeah, they, they can. And I, and I get it. It's 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 an incredible timeless legacy brand doesn't mean it's the my favorite brand or that the yeah, backpacks yeah. aren't overrated so yeah just just protect yourself because yeah. uh, the, what, they're gonna come at you what i can just say is and it is uh with everything in life i do not criticize you as a person but i criticize your actions so i don't like i don't hate you or dislike you but it's this like those specific actions it doesn't matter do they're, still, they're still gonna take it personally take i'm it sorry from me. <laughs> i'm sorry sweden <laughs> but uh, well, i would actually, say let's they wait, are moving up answer? up um oh wow so it looks like looks like we hit wow. some sort of weird peak in 2019 maybe uh a cultural event. So if you took that out though, because I'm not sure what that's actually attributed to, right? That could have been going viral or some sort of yeah, media campaign. Yeah. But that aside, it seems pretty consistent, right? Because if you took that away um, over the past three years, it would be sort of trending up-ish dash. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit of a weird one. Um, check wow, out this one that's... though, dude. Check, check out Jansport. I'm not going to ask you a Jansport, but like, look at this. This is a business that is just built mm on the school year every august their sales just go multiply yeah, by like yeah, a yeah. thousand and that's just that's just the that's the that's the school brand right there dude every august um i know look, jansport is like east pack in germany 
Yeah. Um, very. Yes, it's just. I mean, honestly, I like this '90s looks of a Jan Sport of a, or an East Pack. I would. I mean, I always wanted to have an East Pack or a Jan Sport when I went to school, but I couldn't mm -hmm. afford it. I I love the look. Oh, dude, it's a classic look, and they're making a comeback. Yeah. Like uh, my my sister, she's crazy on TikTok and stuff, and she's like, dude, the Jan Sport is just. It's killing it. People love Jan Sports and understand, but it's it's like it's like so hipster cool. It's yeah. it's it's awesome. It can do everything, and it's like twenty five dollars for a bag. Um, Dude, how cool would it be if Carryology had a collaboration with Jan Sport? I haven't bought I haven't a bought classic. a Carryology collab yet, but that'll be my first one that I would buy because yeah. that sounds Same. absolutely awesome. But that we, would be dope. And and they would still charge four hundred and fifty dollars for them. <laughs> of course. <laughs> 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 the four hundred and fifty dollar Jan Sports uh, slash Carryology collab. Um, yeah, yeah, made out of their Nima. <laughs> I, can, I can just imagine Taylor with his big ass beard and the Jan Sport on the back. You know, that'd be that'd be really that fun. back would look tiny on him. It I've would. never it, seen I've ne never seen Taylor in real life, but I would imagine a Jan Sport would look like like a I don't know like a kid's backpack on. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, with, with a man with a beard like that, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, he makes something look small for sure. Oh my, is this the second time? <laughs> no, no worries. Oh okay, let's. Sorry, we, listeners. We will wait on. for you. We will wait for you. But yeah, just to recap the the graphs for the audio listeners. Um, overall, we see a good trend in most of the brands that we mentioned up to now so besides Tumi, Fjall Raven and Jansport most of them were trending up so what and what other brands do you have last but not least I'm gonna ask you what do you think about peak design difficult because I feel that peak design has ventured a little bit into other products as well and if it's just peak design backpack it is then it is hard because Peak Design has put a big target on its back with their incredible everyday camera backpack and brands like, and I, I don't want to um, say, I'm not sure how to actually um, say this because I haven't tested it yet. If you have brands like PGY Tech who from what I have seen and what I have heard in the communities, it looks like they almost one-to-one -one copied the Peak Design backpack with a very aggressive price difference, as far as I can tell. Again, I have not reviewed the PGY tech, neither did I have it in my hand, nor do I have any insider knowledge if it's actually a copy or not, but just from looking off the product pages, it looks very similar. And therefore, I'm not sure if Peak Design is actually still moving up because also when I see camera YouTuber reviews who are looking at the PGY tech bag and don't even realize it might be a copy, I've feel that the overall perception of people is oh pgy tech is a cool unique bag with a good price point therefore i 
in my mind it seems that peak design might have dropped because they also have tripods and stuff with mobile stuff so i would say stagnant it's not neither moving up nor moving down i know stagnant. there's like a cop locked, out yeah locked and loaded with stagnant and we've yeah. got uh i i think um i think this is growth for sure i mean COVID oh yeah that's growth that's growth, dude. COVID dip aside, yeah. I mean, they're uh, they're they're on the up, and this is just their backpack is the search term. So that's not even taking into account their um, other uh, products that they're selling and investing a lot yeah. of resources into right now. So you know, if we look at you know a lot of these different brands that we're looking at, just to kind of um, return to my thesis, which is we're we're really just seeing growth across the boards, whether yeah. it's uh, legacy brands like Toomey's and Ospreys, or whether it's the legacy boutique brands like the mm. Peak Designs and the Bellroys or the new guys, um, I actually just exited off of Able Carry, um, but they were growing Evergoods. It just seems to be most indications are leading, um, are showing that this is leading on the up and the up, which is, uh, mm. you know, it's pretty good. exciting for the industry altogether. Yeah, it's good. What do you, last but not least, what do you think could we as, I really hate that word, as influencers <laughs> mm -hmm. or as content creators in the bag world what could we do to improve a interest but b also value perception in the mainstream that's a really good question i mean the answer it starts with content right so like mm. content is you know by, by, by publishing this content people when they're typing in, you know, best backpack on Google or YouTube or on TikTok, they'll, you know, be introduced to dudes like you and me who are strangely obsessed with backpacks. And we're going to talk mm -hmm. about, you know, like if I do a review, if I do a round of the 10 best everyday carry backpacks, I'm going to throw Jan Sport on there, but I'm also going to throw a Bellroy on there. I'm also going to throw maybe a mission workshop on there, you know? So I think content is sort of the beginning point, but also just being honest, like, you know, there's that, there's that constant relationship of, you know, affiliates and sponsorships and kickbacks you know so it's about really just making sure that you know we're being as honest as we can about the mm. quality the durability um the materials of a bag um just so somebody can make the best educated decision possible for or, you know a really expensive purchase right these bags are not cheap man exactly so let's imagine one of your friends from high school with a regular office job comes to you and says, Hey, Aaron, you, you review bags, right? So what bag do, could you recommend to me? And you recommend a bag and the price point is maybe 200 US dollars. And he or she is like, wow, why would I ever buy such an expensive bag? What would you, what would your answer be to that? I say, uh, I kind of say the same thing every time. Like, listen, you do not need this expensive of a bag. At the end of the day, um, you know, it's like any niche, right? It's like a car. You can buy a Toyota or you can buy a Mercedes. Both things are going to get you from point A to B. They're just going to do it a little bit differently is all. So yeah, sure. if, you, if you want the Toyota, do Toyotas make the best freaking cars in the world? There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to splurge a little bit, flex a little bit, throw some dollar dollar bills at a, at a Mercedes, there's also nothing wrong with that. It's your money. So I just say it depends on, you know, what you want to put your disposable income at. Um, but then, you know, on that, as a caveat, I'm going to say it's just, you know, you're going to feel that, that that Mercedes is going to feel a lot better than that Toyota, mm. right? Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a Jansport backpack, but freaking hell, you know, you try and carry 
you know, an air or, you know, a, a black ember or an Evergoods, you know, in mm. comparison to it, it's just, it's going to feel a little bit different. That's going to help your wallet, right? Buy nice. Don't have to buy twice. Um, yeah. It's going to help your back from just having a more comfortable ergonomic setup. It's going to help your optimization and your productivity from just yeah. having the right organization that you can put everything in. And it's probably going to hurt your wallet because then you're going to go down the rabbit hole. But, you know, then you get to join us and and watch more Bow reviews. So there's worse things that can happen. It's so that's a very good answer that I would answer the question the same way. I just wish we kind of, oh, my lights just went off. Uh, I kind of wish that mainstream population would kind of get into this mindset of bags are kind of like sneakers. And I kind of wish that because people are very easy when it comes to buying clothing, especially sneakers, where it is very apparent, at least to the sneakers that that I wear, that when I buy sneakers, I wear them almost every day. And I walk at least 10,000 um, steps each day because I have a dog. Therefore, they get a lot of use. And therefore, I necessarily sometimes need to buy or exchange a pair of sneakers once a year. And no mainstream person is ever questioning that. Yeah, of course I buy sneakers. Of course I, I pay 120 euros for Air Force One or whatever or any other sneaker. But with bags, it's, it's oh, I'm using that bag for at least five years. No, I don't want to pay 200 euros. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't get it. And I, I wish that people would change their perception a little bit in that hey, regard. Based on my quote unquote presentation, uh, yes. it seems like though that's, that's, work, that's happening, you know? And I think that the yeah. perception is getting changed and it'll take time because it comes down to culture, right? And it's just not in the culture. I think that you can compare Hong Kong to Germany or just Hong Kong to where I just was in Seoul. Like even like it was drastically different bag scenes between these two places that are a three hour plane ride from each other that are both in Asia. Um, yeah. So one culturally is just all about it. And the other one, you know, they're not at this point in time. So it's uh, it's about, I think if you look at all these charts that we just looked at, right? Um, none, none of these brands or these topics are really going viral. I think it's a slow and steady growth, but that slow and steady yeah. growth, I think makes it a lot healthier and more sustainable. And it shows that, you know, it's exciting to think where we're going to be in 10 years or 20 years. Cool. All right. Thank you so much for all of that research. And um, I should have been a detective. Me... Yeah, I thought you are. <laughs> you are not? I thought you were at MI6 or something. <laughs> so thank you so much for all of that research and that new perspective on the trends of the back world if people want to find you where can they find you um you can just search me on google or youtube or instagram nomads nation we're trying to knock out as many reviews as possible like i said bring as much value to the carry community as possible um we got a really i'm just gonna do a, a half a plug real fast but we got a do really it. great newsletter that i'm investing like eight hours a week into Bo, are you signed up to our newsletter no i'm not yet I'm not sure why not. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, hitting, I'm, 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 I'm leaving this call. This is <laughs> no, well, I'm, I, I think you did ask me to, and I forgot, and I'm really sorry. But 
people. No, no. Can I get some okay. brownie points that I'm honest? <laughs> I'm okay. I don't care at all. I swear. But, 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 no, but I, I want to um, make it up to you because I am following your process in making your bag. And I really want to recommend everyone to go to your or to Aaron's YouTube channel and check out the bag that he's making. He's actually the only reviewer or bag content creator, as far as I know, who's actually making backpack himself. I know that Chase has a collaboration, but that's a collaboration, but you do it actually yourself all the way. So I would actually recommend to follow his YouTube channel to see the progress of that backpack. Thank you for that plug, Bo. I will forgive you for not being on the email list now. But you, you got the bounty points. <laughs> but it's actually, honestly, it's actually a really cool experience to see where you go through and see all those videos. I mean, I made this documentary about how to make bags, but just seeing it also from your perspective and all of the stuff that you do, it's it's amazing. I'm looking forward to that bag actually to see everything once it's all finished and stuff like that. Are you how far are you along? Can you say something in sure. terms of percentage oh, yeah. wise? We're building we're building this whole thing in public, baby. Like I, I I am leaving nothing out. I am I am trying to bring a new radical transparency for this project um, and the mm -hmm. business, which is uh, Fire is the brand. And uh, everything is being published on the newsletter every week. I'm having people vote on different features and I'm, I'm bringing through every single step of the way, what were challenges we're facing, what things suck, what things mm -hmm. are really difficult, what things are going really well. So if you want a really in-depth um, behind the scenes look as to me building this backpack, um, including me going to factories in Vietnam, um, a couple yeah, times uh, so cool. every other month, yeah. Um, then yes, uh, check me out on YouTube or the the newsletter is where I'm doing the most in depth sort of a week by week uh, sort of a uh, putting a microscope into the entire process. So yeah, it's been awesome, dude. Mm -hmm. Bo, thanks for your support, man. Because like you, you you always commented on the videos and the shorts and the the posts and uh, having your support. It uh, it's just been it's been awesome because your video of you in Indonesia at Tasindo was one of the biggest reasons why I ended up doing this. I was like, fuck, like I actually ended up reaching out to Tasindo. We talked about this before, so it's just cool that it's kind of come full circle in that way. So um, I'm still hurt that you're not on my newsletter, but um, I'm signing up right now. Here I, I am <laughs> on Nomads Nation signing up for the newsletter. Where is it? Where can I Just sign up? You you have to help me. Top right hand corner. I think it says secret project. Sign up there. Secret project. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Talk let's see. Like Bo is mono. Right yeah. And show me the designs. <laughs> I did. Awesome. Okay. No. Well, I'm going to have to double check that going to convert. Kit, make sure there. I, I believe you. I believe you. So, so uh, yeah, right. that's, uh, that's what we're doing. Um, we're doing reviews. We're doing the, the, the building a backpack thing as well. And then just, um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I just love this community. I, it's, 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 yeah. it's freaking cool. Everyone's awesome. The products are awesome. It's just, it's great. Definitely. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Aaron for being a guest on this podcast and everyone thank you so much for listening and we hear see and listen to you at the next episode thank you very much thanks bye